Welcome to Rest-Based Weight Loss, the podcast series that gives you the tools you need to lose weight effortlessly and keep it off forever. After struggling with my weight for years, I eventually came to learn that weight issues are not diet and exercise issues. Weight issues are stress issues. Today, I am a certified nutrition consultant, stress management coach, and lifestyle coach on a mission to teaching women how to transform their mind, their body, and their health from the inside out. Now, let's jump into today's episode. When I drive to and from my fitness studio after teaching classes, I frequently pass a park where I see men and women um, walking around a path. And I've been seeing a lot of women lately who carry all of their weight in their belly. And not it's not only that they carry all of their weight in their in their belly, but then like if you look at their lower body, their legs are really strong and muscular. And then their arms are really thin. Um, and in some cases, you know, their arms are are a lot smaller, almost like disproportionately smaller to, you know, all of the, the weight that they have in their belly. And so if that fits you, if that fits your description, um, then I want to give you some some tips on how you can actually lose and start slimming down that belly fat um, and uh, decrease the inches around your waist because the conventional way to diet and exercise, um, and especially you know in the way that I see these women doing it, is not going to work. It's not going to work for you hormonally. So I want to give you um, some tips that will work in this episode coming right up. But in case this is your first time listening, my name is Lene Urban. I am a certified nutrition consultant. I am a stress management coach. I am the manager and the trainer of Lean Iron Kettlebell Studio in Roselle, Illinois. And I approach weight loss from uh, the standpoint of hormones, hormones first, hormones and metabolism first. So in order to find the right um, weight loss plan for you, you have to start with, first of all, where are you at metabolically and where are you at hormonally? Because that's going to determine the path that you need to take. A lot of, and one of the reasons why I started, I became a weight loss coach and especially started this podcast and that I call it rest-based weight loss is because the majority of the weight loss solutions that are out in the mainstream market right now were developed from studies that were done on 20-something-year-old male athletes. And so when you Google how to lose weight, a lot of those strategies that populate in your Google search um, are going to work really well for a 20-something-year-old men. A 20-something-year-old male who is overweight, he can just follow the strategies that he Googles, he will lose weight, and he'll look fabulous. Um, There are going to be some women that will be able to follow those strategies as well. They'll be able to lose weight and they'll look fabulous also. But the women um, that can just go on a diet, 
can exercise and they lose weight and they look great with no issues, no troubles at all, they fit a very specific hormone type and they have a very specific metabolism that aligns with that, with those particular weight loss strategies. Whereas other women, um, they're, they're going to require something completely different. They're going to require tweaks from just your standard, like go to the gym, run on the treadmill, um, cut your carbs, you know, count your calories, like that doesn't work for everyone. So that's what this podcast is all about. That's who I, as a weight loss coach, um, my job when I work with women or when women reach out to me and let me know that they want to work with me, my job first is to figure out, um, your metabolic makeup and your hormonal makeup and go from there and then develop the strategy from there. Um, so if you want to learn more about how to um, get in touch with me and learning about what you have to do specifically for where you're at um, in your age, your metabolism, your hormonal makeup, then go to operationfixmylife.com slash coaching and you can fill out some questions and set up a call with me there and we can go through that together. So with that being said, um, I sat down with someone a few weeks ago, and she totally fit the description of of this of this episode. She was very strong and muscular in the lower body, and that's the thing that stands out to me the most. Because I'm I love like I'm a leg girl. I love the the look of like nice strong legs. And so anytime I see anyone with like really strong muscular legs, it always I you know it always catches my attention. So that was with this with this person. Um, she had very strong legs, strong calves, strong thighs, very, um, they were very like, just very muscular, very hard, very tight, very strong. Right. Um, and her arms were, her arms were smaller, not that they were, you know, super muscular either, but they didn't have as much fat on them as you would think, um, given how much belly fat she had. And so like literally all of the, when she steps on the scale and she says, okay, I see that I weigh this much, like the majority of that is in her belly. And so she was telling me how she hired a personal trainer um, and trained with that person for several months, um, multiple times a week. Um, She followed everything. She followed the diet plan. She did the workouts and she developed a lot of strength. She was able to get to the place where she was lifting really heavy weight, but her waist after like over, you know, over six months of doing this, her waist only decreased by an inch and a half. Um, and she, and she lost, she only lost about 10 pounds. Now that sounds, depending on who you are, like depending on your body type, If I told you, you know, after like six or seven months, you're going to lose 10 pounds in an inch and a half off your weight, off your waist for the, for some people, they would be like totally fine with that. Um, like for people that only have the 10 pounds left to lose, right. And you just have that little bit of belly fat that you want to get rid of. Um, and you would do what you would have to do for six months. If I told you I could get you there and then, you know, you would stay at that weight forever. Like you guys would be fine with that. But for other people who have a good like seven or eight inches 
maybe not that much, but you know, who have like maybe five to seven inches that they want to lose off of their belly because their belly is so large. That is not, that can be frustrating. And that's what I'm seeing a lot of women who carry all their weight in their belly. They, they go and they, and they're actually, they're actually really determined. Like talking to this person, she was very driven. I mean, she was like, you tell me what to eat. I will eat it. Whether or not I like it, I'll do whatever I have to do to reduce, to slim this belly and to get rid of this belly. Um, you know, typically these women are very driven. They're very motivated. They're very compliant with whatever strategy you give them to follow to lose weight. And, and then what happens is that those strategies don't translate in uh, the tape measure around the belly, the belly fat doesn't slim. Their legs get stronger, their arms get smaller, their boobs might get smaller, but the belly fat stays there. And so that can be very frustrating, especially if you're um, dropping thousands of dollars on personal training, or you're dropping like thousands of dollars on, um, uh, you know, a, a certain types of diets and, and whatever it is. So, the biggest thing that I want to share with you guys is that your belly fat, your belly fat and the size of your waist, what's going on hormonally there is that you are almost, your hormones are set up almost more so like men, like male hormones. And because if you notice, men, they have like, you know, for the most part, they have the broader shoulders and the thicker waist, and they typically carry weight in their belly and um, and their sides and their love handles, right? And that has a lot to do with um, just their distribution of, of testosterone and human growth hormone and those things. Well, women who are kind of shaped like that, who are, you know, more broad shouldered, um, and, or just thicker, they have a thicker waist or they're thicker in the belly. Um, you, those women produce more testosterone than those, than women who carry their weight in their hips, their butt and their thighs. So we're talking about a difference in distribution of estrogen, progesterone, and testosterone in women who uh, carry their weight in their belly, and especially who have strong mus uh, strong muscular lower body. And so if you, because you, uh, because you produce more testosterone than women who carry their weight in their hips, but in thighs, if you, if you um, jog, if you go running, uh, if you lift weights, and if you like, if you restrict calories, you're basically, you're basically like um, building muscle in the area of your body that just packs on muscle, but you're not putting yourself in a position to actually burn fat and to tap into the, the fat stores in your belly to be able to burn for energy. So diet and exercise is great for reducing your calories which ultimately will uh, lead to you reducing your weight, but reducing weight and burning belly fat are two completely separate things and they require two completely different strategies. So for women that carry weight in their belly, you have to shift your lifestyle to a lifestyle that's rest-based. You have to shift to a rest-based lifestyle 
Because there's another thing that I've seen consistently in working with these women or talking to these women and seeing these women is that they pack a lot of adrenaline inside of them. They're, they're go-getters. They're very driven. But that go-getting and, and being very driven and being, you know, very like focused on moving forward and just doing and performing, um, that is that means that you actually carry a lot of um, kind of adrenaline inside of you where you're, since you're always driven and you're always motivated, you have a lot of adrenaline constantly being released to kind of keep you on the go. But that constant release of adrenaline um, and in addition, the constant release of cortisol then because you're very driven and you're motivated, all of that is holding on to every cell of fat that you have in your belly. When you, when you have a, a continuous presence of adrenaline and cortisol, then that is like the perfect remedy for keeping fat in your body, for keeping the fat on your belly. So you have to switch your lifestyle to a lifestyle that is focused on maintaining peace, maintaining rest, and giving yourself enough grace and um, enough relief in order to actually bring that cortisol down, bring that adrenaline down, um, and give your and give your belly and give your body an opportunity to actually release that belly fat. So here are here's my recommendation for you, um, and this is like kind of a general strategy that you can follow. Um, the first recommendation is to make sure is to make sure that you're going on walks every single day. So you have to walk every day and not power walk. You don't walk, you know, fast. And, and I think that when you get out there, like your, you know, just your, your, your intuition is just going to be like, all right, let's go. Let's get this walk done. No, that's not, it's, it's going to be a slow, leisurely walk where you're actually taking time to reset your mind. You're taking time to be mindful of your surroundings. You're absorbing your environment. You're listening to the birds chirp. You're feeling the wind hit your face and and you're concentrating and you're and you're being mindful of the direction where the wind is coming from like you're focusing on being very present in the moment you're not you know on the walk like um speed walking huffing and puffing saying all right this is Lene said it let's go do it um and and then after this walk i'm going to make sure that i go and and do this and then tonight i'm going to do that no like use that walking every day as a time to really relax your mind and to spend that time just de-stressing, letting go of everything that is not uh, that's not connected to what's happening right in front of you. Okay, so that is every single day. You're going on a walk for a minimum of 25 to 30 minutes. Okay, to de-stress. Walking, especially in like a forest preserve or um, a, a nature environment that has been scientifically proven to reduce cortisol. And if you can uh, constantly reduce cortisol on a daily basis, then um, that is going to lead to that belly fat coming down, okay? So that's number one. 
Number two, um, number two is to control insulin. And the best way to control insulin is to for sure, for sure, reduce your carbohydrate and your sugar intake to just, uh, to down to uh, like really only having, making sure that that's like the only thing that you need. Um, so like a half a serving, one serving, two servings a day, maybe of carbohydrates, starch and sugars. And it's really because of insulin. Um, so if you're having meals and especially like one of the things that, one of the things that I was, when I was conversing with this person, she was having um, a, a protein smoothie for breakfast every morning, but that protein smoothie was mainly fruit and vegetable, where when you break down fruit and vegetable into a protein smoothie, into a smoothie or a shake, number one, you're breaking down the fiber that is actually needed to feel fuller for longer. Uh, so you're breaking that fiber down. You're not even absorbing and getting uh, the fiber that's a benefit from eating fruits and vegetables. But but then you are then you're like kind of just turning all of that fruit and that vegetable into um, into fructose, and you're breaking down. And so you're only absorbing the sugar from the fruit and vegetable. Um, you're only absorbing the carbohydrate. And so my suggestion. Uh, for those of you that do that, if you have like a fruit smoothie in the morning and then you're like super hungry, you know, two hours, two and a half hours, three hours later, and you feel like you can eat the world, um, that's because you have, you're spiking your blood. You might as well be eating a donut because you're breaking down the fiber from the fruit and vegetable and, and you're just, you're really just consuming sugar. Um, so I would say, don't do that anymore. Like reduce the amount of sugar that you consume, um, for the fruit smoothie people, I would say to, to swap out your fruit and vegetable in that smoothie, swap it out for, um, for fat. So throw an avocado in there, throw some cocoa powder in there, um, throw some chia seeds in there, um, put more fat and more protein in that shake, swap that out for the fruit and vegetable. And if you want to have your fruit and vegetable, eat that whole, um, eat, you know, for vegetables, the green leafy fibrous vegetables have an unlimited amount of those, but for fruit, like you want to stick to your low sugar fruits and only stick to one serving of that. Okay. And then as far as carbohydrate goes, you really want to stick to maybe like three to five bites of your carbohydrate in your meals, but the other, but make, make sure that the other parts of your meal are like packed with protein and they're packed with fat and fibrous vegetables. Okay. Um, so that's one way that you can regulate your insulin. And the other way that you can regulate your insulin is through intermittent fasting. Um, if you have belly fat to lose, then you really want to stick with uh, an intermittent fasting schedule. That's more so along the lines of a 16, a 16, eight or an 18, six fasting schedule. And so that's the other thing I was talking to this person and I'm sorry that I said all stuffy guys. Um, and you know, I said, okay, you know, I want you to fast. And you know, she was like, oh, I'm already fasting. Like I don't have my first meal until after nine o'clock and I'm done by seven o'clock. Well, if you look at that, I mean, you're looking at a, a fasting window that's probably around like 14 hours, which 14 hours for someone who 
you know, who's who's already at their goal weight, and now they're just trying to maintain their weight. 14 hours is a, is a great fasting schedule for them. But if you're trying to burn belly fat and force your body to tap into the fat in your belly for energy, then you, you want to fast longer. You want to fast closer to between 16 and 18 hours a day because that will then tap into your belly fat and that will also continue to regulate and that will also help regulate your your blood sugar and thus regulate your insulin. Because ladies, belly fat is a combination of the stress hormone cortisol and insulin. So that's my recommendation to you. And then last but not least, you have to be very, very patient. You have to be very patient and you have to, I mean, you really really like realistically you have to give yourself i would say if you can put yourself on like a 48 48 to 36 months of i am going to do this i'm going to follow this consistently for the next 48 to 36 months yes that is 2 to 3 years um and the, and, and i say that because not just women that carry in their belly but just women in general a lot of us in general, we try something for three days. And if we don't see or feel a difference after three days, we're like, well, this must not be working. Or we'll try something for like three months, for 12 weeks, and we'll see some movement. We'll lose some weight. We'll lose some inches. And it's like, okay, I see something, but but I'm not anywhere close to where I want to be. And so I feel like I have to do something more extreme. Or we get comfortable with where we're at, and then we start going backwards and becoming less consistent. So I'm saying, especially for women with belly fat, like all of your, you have visceral fat. So that's the fat behind the organs and you have subcutaneous fat. That's the fat that you can pinch. That's right underneath the skin. You have both of those going on. And so when you start doing this, when you start fasting and when you start walking every day, um, your, your visceral fat, the fat that you can't see the fat that's around surrounding your organs, that's the fat that's going to be burned first. And what's unfortunate is that when that visceral fat goes, it's not going to make too much of a difference in the, in the look um, and in the appearance of your belly fat. So you're going to feel like it's not working. And that's why I'm saying if you can dedicate yourself and say, okay, over the next two to three years, uh, no matter what the scale says, no matter what the tape measure says, no matter what happens, I'm going to dedicate myself to this process. I'm going to trust this process. If you can dedicate yourself, then I promise you by the end of that time, you are going to see a significant difference. The difference is going to be significant in that belly fat. Um, but you have to dedicate the time. You have to be patient and you have to trust the process. Okay. So that's my message. That's my advice. Those are my tips to those of you who carry your weight all in your upper body, all in your belly. Um, and you're very, you're, you're thinner and you're slimmer in your arms and you're strong and muscular in your legs. Um, the standard weight loss strategy is not going to work for you hormonally. You are not you're, you're not set up in a way um, that it, that's going to tackle the real issue. You will lose some weight for sure, but you're not going to slim your belly fat down. And that's because belly fat is an insulin issue and it's a cortisol issue. So you have to switch to a rest-based 
lifestyle, you have to incorporate rest and relaxation every single day and you have to regulate insulin by decreasing your sugar, decreasing your starch, decreasing your carbohydrate intake um, and intermittent fasting, fasting 16 to 18 hours a day. Okay. I hope that was helpful. Once again, if you want any um, guidance, if you want accountability, if you want support, if you want coaching, I am available. I love working with the women that I've that I've been working with. Um, they are just they're achieving extraordinary. Just they're making extraordinary transitions and transformations, not just in their bodies and in their weight, but also in their mindsets where it's not, they're not struggling to lose weight. It's just, it becomes very easily and effortless and it just becomes a natural part of their lifestyle. And I love coaching women and getting women to that point where it's easy, it feels easy. And that's what I want to do for you guys. So visit operationfixmylife.com slash coaching if you want that support. Thank you so much for listening. I can't wait to talk to you guys next time.